It's a big worry how your kids are doing in school. And there's no denying people want their kids to do well in math. They want their kids to do well in science. They want their kids to do well in English. And uh, so those are the the programs that people focus most on when they talk about schools and way to improve ways to improve education. It's been certainly a hot topic in the province as of late. Um, but there are programs because of the cuts to the uh, the budgets, the provincial government's funding cuts. They've slashed sixty seven point eight million from staff and school programs in the TDSB over uh, the next two years, according to the Toronto Star. The uh, Toronto District School Board worried some parents because they said that uh, we got to make some cuts and the cuts are going to come from um, itinerant music instructors at uh, one specific school. It's a middle school in Etobicoke. And the parents heard heard about this and they were not happy about it because these uh, programs provide students from grades six to eight with the opportunity to learn to play a a, 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 um, an instrument, a band or a string instrument, whether it be. Um, you know, a trumpet or, you know, bass, clarinet. I took clarinet. And um, the hours are being drastically cut and parents are not happy about it. And they actually might be onto something here. You want to focus on those main big three, but um, there is research coming out of the University of British Columbia that say, if you want your kids to do well in math and science and English, put them in music. Here to talk about the research, Peter Guzuet. I've got it phonetically, and I'm not going to be able to say it because I don't want to wreck his name, butcher his name. But let me try this again. Peter Guzuesis joins us right now. He's professor at UBC's Faculty of Education. Sometimes that happens, Peter. Thank you for inviting me to speak with your audience, Kelly. Sometimes you become so focused on not messing up that it's impossible (laughs) to say it the correct way. So I just calm myself there. Let's talk about your research. Thank you. Your research shows that um, kids that want to be good in math, science, and English tend to be the kids that are involved in music classes. Do tell. Yes. Well, students in the present study, which included the entire population of British Columbia, uh, those who were very highly engaged in instrumental music, on average, were over one year ahead in their math, English, and science skills compared to their peers who did not engage in school music. And this is a music phenomenon because I presented a paper the, the year previous uh, in New York City at the American Education Research Association where we showed that not only it's music only, none of the other arts that has this kind of significant dramatic effect on academic achievement in high school math, science, and English. And the other important thing is, is that we went beyond simple correlation analyses in this particular study. We did something called a regression analysis, where we were able to show that it's music achievement, music grades that predict mathematics grades in grade 10, and science and English in grade 10, and English in grade 12 in the provincial exams, and not the other way around. In other words, it's high, high achievement in math does not predict high achievement in music and that we, we were able to control for prior math learning using grade 7 math exam grades is, and English exam grades is also very important. So if you have a kid that off the hop, you're noticing they're having a challenge with numbers and math, would it be to their benefit for you to enroll them in some sort of music class? Uh, musical instruments? Absolutely. Um, children can learn to play a stringed instrument or a piano at a very young age. 
and other brass and woodwind and string instruments and percussion instruments can be learned and started as early as grade four. So from my perspective, schools need to implement sustainable instrumental school music programs with trained music specialists and the instruments to perform to make instrumental music learning accessible to all learners through grade 12 and to take advantage of these very interesting positive effects of and benefits of instrumental music that we're seeing. I understand that, you know, you keep focusing on instrumental music. What, what were your findings when you compared uh, math scores and scores, exam scores, when kids were involved in instrumental music rather than vocal music? Well, we saw similar patterns with the vocal music, but the strong effects really come through with, uh, with the instrumental music engagement and that it's more of it. So in other words, when we look at no music engagement, uh, a little music engagement, uh, more music engagement, high music engagement, and very high music engagement. At each one of those points where kids are taking more than one, up to a dozen music courses across their grade 8 through 12 secondary school education, those students do significantly better than their non-music peers. Uh, so this is something that is a, a very clear music effect, and it's evidence of a dose-response type pattern, so that with higher engagement in music, there's higher academic achievement. Wow. Uh, there, it, as I said, it's, it's there with, with vocal music, but it's not as pronounced and as strong. And we're able to say in the present study, for kids who are highly and very highly engaged in instrumental music, they were on average over one year ahead in their math, English, and science skills compared to the peers not engaged in school music. And that's amazing. Yeah, that's huge. So you have a potential explanation, explanation for the phenomenon. Yes. Well, there are four, um, I, let's say there are four uh, pathways that we consider. One of the pathways relates to uh, training in music to academic achievement via something called executive functions. Executive functions include competencies like self-regulation, uh, relations with working memory, flexibility of changing between tasks, shifting between mental and physical tasks. Uh, so uh, this pathway is an important one, and it's been studied in a variety of contexts through music and the other arts, but the music effect is very pronounced on executive functions. Another pathway has to do with motivation-related characteristics, including how kids that are engaged in music uh, learn self-discipline, self-efficacy, and other mastery-oriented learning experiences. A third pathway that we see operating here is a socio-personal one, that students who engage in music activities as part of a group may experience bonding and a sense of team accomplishment, and that student experiences of positive um, academic and disciplinary school climates in turn, uh, are this, we see this related to higher academic achievement and decreased school dropout rates. And the fourth pathway is neuroscientific, and this one has exploded since the mid-1990s. Uh, the, the kinds of skills gained through learning to play an instrument, including the auditory, uh, the reading, the executive skills, that's the pushing the buttons and pushing the right buttons when you're looking at the dots on the page, the music, these things positively impact the auditory and motor regions of the brain. So while we may not yet fully understand these mechanisms of how music learning transfers to those areas of development, our work and numerous studies that we cite 
suggests that extended engagement with music learning, particularly instrumental music, enhances all four of these pathways. That's fascinating stuff. I watched a a documentary on Glenn Campbell, who passed away of Alzheimer's, and we all know that he was a a fantastic musician as a soloist, but he was also a session musician for years, and he passed away of Alzheimer's. But while he was uh, in the, the early stages of Alzheimer's, he was touring around with his kids as a band. And one of the, you know, it followed the progression of the disease, and it was very hard to watch. But they said that one of, he, he couldn't remember lyrics for his songs at all, but he always remembered how to solo. Like, it was the last thing to go, his ability to play guitar effortlessly. Yeah, that that has to do with a particular function of the brain that is highly correlated with the auditory cortex in this one little region called the Heschel's gyrus. It's called audiation. It's the ability that all of us have to think the music in our mind without the sound necessarily being physically present. So if you think about how people improvise, you think it in your mind and you tell your fingers how to move the way you're hearing the music. So he was a fantastic audiator like many other great improvising musicians. So back to your research here, if you want your kids to do well in math and science and English even, which seems, I, I get the math, I get the science, but the English, it's, that's the, the odd subject out when you're talking about relating to music. Where does that come into play? Well, uh, both English, uh, both language, I should say, and music reside in the same area of the brain, the mm. auditory cortex. And as I mentioned earlier, this regulating area called the Heschel's gyrus. So it's not surprising that uh, students who spend a lot of time with music uh, have also this uh, this impact on their language skills in terms of not just second language acquisition, and there's a lot of research on that, but also the kinds of skills that they exhibit in school-type subjects. So are you passing this information on to school boards, and, and how receptive are school boards to hear this? Because they are looking for ways to cut budget. We're hearing about that every day. We just, you know, I started out the segment talking about how the TDSB's got to cut some of their music programs. It, this is the wrong way to go when you look at the conclusions that you've reached with your study. If you want your kids to do math well in math and science and English, get them involved in instrumental music. Is anybody listening to you? I think there are people that are listening, and I think that there are a lot of administrators who are aware of this. In the Vancouver area, over the last um, 10 years now, we have two school districts that have mandatory, compulsory grade 6 and 7 banned, which is amazing. However, many students are told when they go into high school, they're advised by counselors and their parents oh, well, you've had music already. You don't need to continue with it if you don't want to. However, what we're seeing out of this study is is that those districts that have increased music, instrumental music, uh, in the schools, in grade 6, 7, mandatory, those kids are doing better. That, that, uh, that trajectory from grade 6 through grade 12 has an amazing impact. These are the very highly engaged learners that we see in our study. So if you don't use it, you could lose it. You've got to continue. Yes, I I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes. Uh, Schools need to implement sustainable instrumental school music programs with trained music specialists and make the instruments available for children and, and have instrumental music learning accessible to all learners through to grade six and take advantage of these 
positive benefits that instrumental music has with learning. Peter, I don't know how much you broke this down, um, but did you get into specific instruments or will you be looking at what instruments are best to play or is there? No, we didn't in our study, but there are studies uh, in, in the brain research literature that look at, for example, uh, students age five through seven who start piano and violin and comparing those learners and the brain function and structure of, of those learners to children who have no music. And when we look at those uh, those fMRIs, these particular brain scans, uh, what we see is amazing. It's fascinating. So as early as we can start children learning how to play an instrument, the better it will benefit their brain development and thus uh, enhance their uh, capabilities to uh, do well in other areas of learning as well. Fascinating stuff, Peter. I'm so pleased that you joined us to talk about this. Thank you so much, Kelly, and have a musical day. I will try to, and I'll try to master your name again. That's Peter Guzuasis. Did I get it? Nice. Musical. There you go. Gazooasis. It is very musical. It's like a Trera. Professor at UBC's Faculty of Education, let's hope the premier was listening to that. Because we know he called the show the other day just to uh, let us know uh, that he disagreed with our numbers and uh, just wanted to have a chat. So I'm hoping the premier is listening. We know he does listen. And if you are wondering what to do about your kids, you want them to do well in math, science, and English, get them into, into instrumental music and keep them there.